sitting back, relaxing, and talking sports with the guys. Hey, we're just men doing manly things. Light up a cigar and have a brew with the starting lineups, Tyler Ivins and Eric Kay. For the next 60 minutes, it's the Gentleman's Hour podcast on The Sports Animal. All right, it's the Gentleman's Hour podcast. The Sports Animal, 99.1 thesportsanimal.com. Eric Kane, Tyler Ivins, at underscore Kaner, at Tyler Ivins on Twitter. Mr. Stancil, he's at John underscore Stancil, not with us here today. We'll be back with us next week. A lot, of, a lot of things going on right now in the world of sports. March Madness is vastly approaching. Tennessee has a couple of games left of the regular season. Baseball season, at least spring training is here. XFL is in full swing. Midseason four, I might add. XFL. XFL. There you go. So, I haven't won a single bet on that damn league yet. A lot of things. To hit the over once. God, hit the over once. Funny I bring up gambling like we're going to talk about it today. Listen, here's the thing. Uh... I'm going to be going to Vegas today. Tuesday is actually my last uh, day of work for this week. Uh, heading to Vegas on Thursday, coming back Sunday. I'm a Vegas virgin, never been. Uh, I don't know much about gambling, just not my thing. But uh, as I've told Tyler many, many times, I'm a broke guy. So I'm going to go out there, play some bets, and fund my trip. It's not a good strategy, but it's one that I've adopted. And so for the next, I don't know, 30, 35 minutes or so, Tyler is going to educate me on the art of gambling. Say that again. Ivan's educating. People don't think that I'm that guy out there who can teach somebody a thing or two. I'm about to turn your head, brother. Just like I said on uh, Twitter over the weekend, like I always, I give you, you know, I give you a hard time about your winks, your coins, all that talk and everything, but you're on, you're on. And uh, I need to learn. I need to learn a thing or two. So I'm, uh, four and one last night, uh, Friday, I went four and one Saturday. I went two and three. 3-0 and Sunday, came back to a 4-1 and Monday. I have been, what the kids would say, in fuego the last 96 hours. Uh, we'll see how things go tonight. Um, i am uh, got a few games I'm taking a peek at, but my focus right now, at least for the next half hour, is to help you with any questions you may or may not have about the great city, better known as Sin City, but to others, Las Vegas. Well, first of all, going into it, I know it's going to be a grind. I know it's going to be like 2K or spring break 2K, 13, 14, 15. You need except to catch your breath. You, except you got you got a lot of uh you got a lot of money that's at stake here. So you everything is a gamble, not just financial gamble, but everything is also do I nap here? Do I sleep in? Do I take this break? Do I eat here? Should I now eat or eat later? Everything is a gamble. Because it factors in where your next two hours is going to take you. Should I go to this show? Should I go to this place? Does he want a drink? Do I get him a drink? Do I buy everybody drinks? Should I win money first before I buy drinks? What should I? Dude, I'm telling you, if you don't have yourself a game plan, like when you're in college, you know how usually they map out plays for the offense. Like, hey, we got our first 13 plays mapped out. Yep. I'm going to be real, dude. If you're not smart, you're going to end up getting beat up by Las Vegas. So the best thing I can tell you to do, come up with your own plan, and I hope that you're not easily persuaded. Well, I mean, here's the thing. I'm, I'm. It's a bachelor party type deal. Right. So you know, whatever that little shit shit wants to do, we're gonna do. Right. And just he has expensive taste. He wants to go do this. He wants to go do that. Okay. Um. Well, then you need to immediately head to the roulette table, find out what number you're betting on. Maybe it's your mom's birthday, and then you need to lay a hundo on that and see if that can cover you for the next three days. Yeah. 
So I mean, or text me and I'll give you some winners, and then you can collect some tickets, and you can come home up a little bit than what you came up with and what you left Knoxville with. Listen, the to the window segments every uh, Friday morning, six forty-five on the starting lineup. Yeah, it's going to be in session for me from Thursday to Sunday. I'm going to be texting Tyler. He'll be on my my speed dial as it should be, and uh, he's going to be giving me some picks. I, you know, I want to do a lot of sports gambling because you know because because that's at least I understand sports. I'll kind of have a clue of what's going on. Uh, as far as just other stuff, I mean, I'm sure I'll, I'll you know, I, I want to do future bets with sports. Like, I, I want to put something down on Acuna Jr. You know, I want to put something down on, I don't know, maybe like the, you know, find some pretty pretty generous odds of a, you know, a sleeper for Major League Baseball this year. Maybe, maybe put something on that. Um, but, again, I, I don't know how to do all that. But I need some money. So, uh, we, we briefly talked about this off air a couple of days ago or whatever. I meant to bring a pen and paper in here so I could take some notes and kind of do the math and what all that. What are your smartphones for? Okay, so here we go. You know, gambling 101. Kaner goes to Vegas. Yep. Uh, go ahead and just just educate me, my man. Well, well here's the thing. I need you to kind of, like, give me an idea of where we're officially starting. Okay, so I can be like, okay, get off the plane. No, I mean, come as, on. As Michael Scott would say, let's let's do the gambling thing first, and we'll get the Vegas attractions later. Um, explain this to me like I'm seven. Okay, your mommy and daddy give you $7. Uh, Make what, sure you'll be eight. Okay, yeah, so... <laughs> What, what, what do I need to do with that? Let's go money line. Let's go spreads. I mean, I have a general understanding of how all this works. I mean, if we remember the uh, six-pack thing we did a couple years ago during football challenge. season against the spread, I won that by a hefty margin. So I understand it a little bit. But, you know, j- just explain this all to me like I'm seven years old. Okay, well, first and foremost, you need to know what your strengths and weaknesses are. Now, what I mean by that is you need to find out what your strengths are in sports betting. You need to understand what your strengths are when it comes to table betting. So right now, walking into a book and just being like, okay, I want to bet on tonight's basketball game or XFL game this weekend or golf match, tea time. You got to know what your strengths and weaknesses are. Don't just say I'm going to bet on eight different sports, eight different matches, games, so I can say that I did. The object to go in there is to do something that nobody, more than half the people don't do, and that is beating the house. So right now, if I told you, Eric Kane, what is your strength when it comes to sports? What do you feel that you know the most about? Now, mind you, I don't mean overall ego boost. I mean, like, when, what sports are going to be played when you're in Vegas that you will maybe bet on? Uh, basketball. Okay, so basketball. Sure. So you're going to be going this weekend. Arch Madness, the MVC tournament's going to be happening in St. Louis. You're going to have regular season finales for a lot of the for the uh, Power 5 conference teams. Immediately, you have to ask yourself, how early do you want to get to those books? How late do you want to get to those books? Here's why. Because what some people don't know about it is that when lines come out, sometimes it's beneficial to wait to see them come down. Sometimes it's beneficial to get on them as soon as they open up because then you can help fluctuate which way it's going to go, up or down, more towards the favorite, less towards the road dog. You have to immediately ask yourself, I say road dog, I'm just assuming that would be the case if they were on the road. You have to immediately ask yourself, where are your strengths? You say college basketball, okay. Have you done yourself a little bit of research to say, hey, I'm going to be in Vegas Saturday when a lot of the games are being played, regular season finales. Do you already have a couple of games in mind that you're leaning, or are you strictly waiting to see what other people are doing? No, no strictly waiting. I haven't done my research yet. I know there's a couple of conference tournaments going on. You um, should have already been doing your research of games that are coming out on Saturday that you can get late Friday night. And then you can just take your time to get down to a book. Or maybe you don't want to sit in the book during the games. You're just going to keep an eye on your smartphone or the monitors around you. If I were you, 
you can do it now. Or if I were you, I'd take a screenshot. That's this would actually could help you out. This would kill some time on your flight over. If I were you, since you don't get cell service on a plane, I would screenshot all the games on your phone, leave them in your camera roll. So when the plane takes off and you're flying across to Vegas, you can take down a cocktail napkin and a, and a pen or click over to your notes section and I'll go, hmm, okay, let's see here. Oh, okay, yeah. Auburn's at Tennessee. Okay, that's a decent matchup. Or so-and-so's at so-and-so. Games where you already feel like, oh, this guy's a hot player or this guy's a hot team. This coach is rolling right now. And see if it's a favorable bet where the numbers line up. And you also have to remember, and that was really long-winded, that gambling's just that, gambling. Mm-hmm. So th- no matter what the surefire can't beat What did I tell you last night about Duke and C State? I was like, Duke is going to win this game because uh, the way it got pummeled a couple weeks ago. But the, what, what was it, 11? 12. 12? I was like, I would take NC State because, to, to you know. Uh, I would Which take is funny because, because, because two, Duke... of my, two of my wins last night were the same, were the same game. What I tell you, I said my first instinct is to go NC State in the points. I said, but then if it doesn't go there, I'm going to take the over. Guess what I did? I hit the over, and then I sat there and I waited for the game to start, and then I hit it live. Instead of betting the 12 at tip-off, I waited until the game went live and got it down to 7.5 when State had an early lead at the under 12. Mm-hmm. And I went, oh, no, Duke's going to win this game, and now I'm getting it minus 6 points than I originally would have done. Had I got it at 12 for tip-off, I still would have been fine, but I felt a lot more comfortable the second half knowing that I had Duke at six and a half. Excuse me, seven and a half. And Duke ended up winning by almost 20? I think 18. 18, yes. I was already watching another game in the final minute when I saw Duke was going to cover on both ends. Yeah. So, um, you know, college basketball is going to be going on all weekend. Can I give you the number one rule that always comes to my mind? Mm -hmm. Don't bet money that you can't afford to lose. So don't. Don't bet at all. <laughs> no, you can splurge with like fifty or hundred dollars, unless you really can't splurge fifty or hundred dollars. Just don't, don't you know? Buy some cheaper deodorant. Next time you see a shirt, tell your mom that that's maybe something you want, or have your girlfriend buy it for you, or wait till it goes on sale. Well, you know, when we get done with this podcast, I'm going over to the local Belk, and I got a credit card there, so I'm going to charge a whole lot. What are you going to do? Buy a suit? Uh, well. Actually, you say that I need another suit anyway, and uh, so I was thinking about buying one. I'll probably, you know, I'll probably take it because we'll probably wear it. Um, Can I get? It's going to say what? It, so we were just talking about gambling. Yeah. Four things I always have on me when I go to Vegas. Four. All right. One of them, it's eh. You decide. One. Always take with me a wireless battery charger. Because if you're at a casino, you're not guaranteed that you're going to have wall plugs next to you. Mm. Take that extra battery pack to charge it into your phone so it'll stay charged the whole time. Number two, always take a blazer. There are a lot of places in Vegas that you have to have a blazer to get into. Now, you already said the buddy, whoever the groom is, the bachelor, he's groom, excuse me. He's going to want to go to do nice things. There's a chance that there could be a dress code. Nice pair of dress jeans. Get you a blazer. You're probably going to have access to probably 98% of the things they have in Vegas. Number three, hydrate. What I mean by hydrate is that don't always assume that because you're at a bachelor party that beer or alcohol has to be the answer. Nothing wrong with ordering a wine punch. Nothing wrong with ordering some Coke. Nothing wrong with getting your water in you. Pace yourself. You'll think, man, this will be the greatest four days of my life. You have to pace yourself. If not, you'll be burned out by two days, and the next two days are not going to be enjoyable. Pace yourself. Finally, the 
one thing I'll never forget every time that I go. A lot of people are like, well, you need your ID. You need, okay, those are the benefits. I mean, those are the beneficials. Those are the ones that you definitely need. Staples. The one thing I never forget, anytime I go to Vegas, this is really important, sunglasses. Because there's sometimes whenever you're at a casino, if you sit there and you look like you're drunk or your eyes are bloodshot and you've been there too long, they just have to look at you from across and they'll be like, all right, so you're done. Sunglasses, it's sunny outside, just you can wear them anytime. Nobody's going to bother you in a casino wearing sunglasses while they know you have bad eyesight. Always bring sunglasses. I know it sounds weird. Those are kind of the things that I do when I go to Vegas. As long as you have comfortable shoes, you hydrate, and you can afford to lose the money. Wireless phone charger, blazer, hydrate, hyphen, pace yourself, sunglasses, and parentheses to hide your drunk ass. Those yeah. are the notes so far. That works. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. I, I, we, do, we do sports for a living. Uh, I, I always told myself I was going to try to get into sports sports betting just a little bit because it, it you know keeps you well-rounded. I mean, you know what's going on. Like That's how you know guys that play for San Diego State, who is now a top-five team in the country. You told you brought this up last year whenever I was spitting all that Colgate noise. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, everybody was just like, what? What are you talking? It's just like, do you not watch the Colonial Athletic Association? And no, I was like, no, no, I don't. no, we don't. It's like, okay. No, you do it to make some money. Joel Silverberg does it uh, because he To make money. A, oh, well, run a podcast. I don't know. Has an obsession with, with knowing college bad, which sure. is good. Which is good. But good for you. It, so, I mean, I, I know sports. I get all that. But, I mean, I don't I don't gamble. I don't bet or anything. So, like that. Uh, yeah. Um, which I, I wish I did because I feel like I can make some money. But, you know, going in there, let's, let's do the basics. Talk to me like I'm five years old. Michael Scott me. Uh, go in there. Let's talk about money line. Let's talk about spreads. Let's talk about, I mean, over okay, under is pretty self-explanatory. Three, there's three basic bets, right? If you're a rookie, you just want to spend a little coin. Three basic bets you can do whenever yep. you approach a game are three things. Spread, total, money line. If you're betting the spread, Vegas sets it. Hours in advance of kickoff. Some sports, they get it a week in advance, like the NFL and college football. You are dictating whether you believe the outcome of the game is going to fall within whatever the point spread is when you purchase the ticket or if you get it right before tip-off, all right? Over-under, very self-explanatory. You can bet quarters, you can bet halves, you can bet full game. That is whether or not you estimate that the total score when you purchase your ticket will fall over or under the total score. Finally, you have the money line. That is the amount of money you are paying to make $100 for that team to win the game, just to win the game. Sometimes you can get a little crazy with money lines, especially whenever home teams are supposed to win at home. That's where some people can lose a lot of their money. Void hooks, try to buy out of those as much as possible. I always do, especially in a game that you know has been dictated by single digits in the past between both oppositions. Is you... <laughs> There are going to be people who listen to this podcast who I know are more advanced in gambling than uh, than I am. Yeah, right. But, they, but they, they've been doing it for 20, 30, 40-plus years. i got a buddy named Mac. Mac lives out in Salem, Oregon. And, well, he, excuse me, commutes to Salem. He's, out of, he's in a suburb of Salem. He, does, he listens to the program, and when he gets a chance, he goes over to Vegas often. And, I mean, he is betting reverse. He is doing teaser parlays. He's doing... A lot of sports, he's trying to maximize his, his income as much as possible through his app. So just the basic for dummies, go in, identify what your game is based on the number provided by the book, go up to the window, or have it written down, or let your bookie know, pow, pow, you get a ticket. They'll probably give you a drink ticket for betting with them, and there you go. Like, like go ahead, like, give me an example. Like, like walk me through what some of your questions are, because I feel like I'm leaving a lot of these open-ended. Mm, I don't know. Go... 
I'll pull a game up tonight, okay? Okay, yep. I'm randomly just pulling up a game for tonight. And I feel like saying randomly probably isn't the best one. What I should do is just simply say, hey, let's look at the Tennessee-Kentucky spread for tonight. How about that, yeah? Mm -hmm. Right now, currently, Kentucky is a nine-point favorite at home, okay? The over-under in this game between Tennessee and Kentucky, I haven't seen that yet, but I'm going to imagine it's probably somewhere in the 130s. And then you're going to have Kentucky at home, so I bet them losing is probably in the neighborhood of, I bet the money line, if I had to guess, would probably be four, 400. All right, so click on spread. It's been so, bet down oh, to eight. Oh, right there in the, in the money line, plus, minus in the money line. I'll get to that. So I'm, I'm, I'm getting it live. Kentucky right now is minus eight and a half. The juice is at 110. Game totals, 131. So I was accurate about that. The over right now, the juice is there at 115. The money line, plus minus. Imagine everything is valued at $100. Okay? Imagine everything you're betting is a $100 bill. That's how much you're going to make or how much you have to lay to make $100. Okay? Minus. So, Kaner, if I told you... Kentucky winning tonight, the money line is Kentucky minus four fifteen. How much money do you have to lay to make a hundred dollars? Three fifteen. No. You have to make four. You have to lay four hundred fifteen dollars to make a hundred. Remember, imagine everything is at a value of a hundred dollars. Since they're favorite, you have to lay four hundred fifteen dollars to make a hundred. Okay. Okay. If you lay 100 against Tennessee, since they are the favorite, or for Tennessee, not against them, I misspoke. If you lay $100 for Tennessee, you make that much money on the money line. So if you were to bet for Tennessee to beat Kentucky tonight at Rupp, you bet $100, you would get back $435 because you made $355 plus you got your 100 back. Gotcha, okay. So anytime you win, you get your original bet back. Mm-hmm. So if tonight you bet on Tennessee to win the money line, to win that game outright, for hundred dollars, you're getting that back. You see, you can do the math. Four thirty-five. Yeah. So let's say it's, you know, and, and that's all it simply is. Once you know the number, it's it's more difficult for me to explain on the road without having a piece of paper in front of me. Yeah. But so if I wanted to bet on Kentucky to win this basketball game, they're sitting at minus four fifteen. I would have to, I would I would have to put four fifteen. Yeah, I know I know how to. No, you just said, you were saying it right. Finish it. So I I have to put in four fifteen to make one hundred. Correct. Okay. For every four hundred and fifteen dollars you lay, that's a hundred dollars. Yeah. Okay. So if you laid eight thirty tonight, you'd make two. Yeah. And your total return back from Vegas then would be ten thirty. And that's strictly just money line, straight money up. Money line. Wins. Right. But so obviously the way to make some money is by taking those dogs. Uh, right, but that's yeah. but that's but that's where that's where you get your that's money yeah. line. Yeah. Now do you play the spread? Notice how the juice is both even one ten on both sides. That's a little bit more that's a little bit more difficult to dictate. Mm-hmm. Notice that's why the juices are even. Is Tennessee gonna keep this with an eight and a half or is Kentucky gonna win by more than eight and a half? Yeah. Yeah, it's likelihood that Kentucky's gonna win this game. Yeah, it's Rupp Arena. The rivalry tells you Tennessee's gonna lose up there. That's why the money line is so large. Here though, do you really have the stones to be able to tell me if Tennessee, Kentucky can keep that? That opened at nine. As you can see, it's going to continue to fluctuate. Mm-hmm. Now it's down to eight and a half. Somebody's going to hit that late. It's going to maybe get his climb as high as nine and a half, ten points. I mean, what's your? I mean, Tennessee, Kentucky here tonight on Tuesday. Gun nine, to head. Nine o'clock tip at Rub. I mean, I, I would I would take Kentucky. I am. I mean, oh, easy, I'm going easy. to. I mean, like, I'm I, going to. I don't even really have to think about it that much. And now, I'm granted, actually. You, you, why have I not bet it yet? 
I'm hoping that goes down to eight, maybe seven and a half. Yeah. It won't get down to seven and a half. I mean, here's the thing. You know, we covered the University of Tennessee, so right. I'm, I'm very, very confident in taking Kentucky right here in the spring. Absolutely. Easy, easy money. So, but, you know. Maybe I'll keep it simple. I'll lay, maybe I'll just lay 110 to make 100. Yeah. Or maybe I'll just lay 60 to make 50. Mm-hmm. You know, again, I just, just to make it easy for the math in my head, because I'm kind of a numbers guy. I just assume everything's 100, and then I just fluctuate based on how much I want to wager or don't wager. Kaner goes to Vegas Thursday through Sunday, flying out Thursday morning, not a gambler, don't know anything about it. I've done some for the show purposes. I've done very well, actually, but never placed a, a sports gamble in my entire life. Sports bet, I guess. Um, Tyler's educating me right now. Tyler, okay, so we let's go back to Moneyline. We're dealing, uh, you know, everything's 100 bucks. Yep. Okay, say I don't lay 100, though. Talk to me, you know. Okay. How does it's math? And it's all, all it's all increments based on the amount of money that you lay. Mm-hmm. So let's say, for example, it's, say let's go fifty. Okay, and what's okay? So give you you give me you set the money you set the juice for for the money line. Okay, so let's just go back Tennessee Kentucky Kentucky minus uh, four fifteen Tennessee plus three fifty. So it'd be ha- you would get back half because it's only fifty. So whatever half of four fifteen is, whatever half of three thirty is, that's yeah. how much you'd make back. Okay. So you literally just yeah, that makes sense. Okay, you right. go with everything on hundred. That's why a hundred is always a whole number based yeah. on, and that's yeah, and it's easy to do the quick division. And, and All right. So if I took Tennessee in that game, you laid only fifty, so you would only I laid made... down fifty three fifteen divided by two. Siri, do, do. Hey Siri, what's <laughs> Hey Siri, what's three fifteen divided by two? Hundred seventy. So Tennessee wins that game after laying fifty bucks, you'd win back two oh seven fifty because you get back your fifty dollar bet. Yep. Okay. Get kind of makes sense now. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, there'll be somebody out there. You know, how often do you hear somebody like, "Dang right, I took Tennessee to win tonight at Rupp." Oh, dude, what was your return? Man, I killed it like seventeen bucks. <laughs> show me, You're show like, me, okay. uh, show me an over under, um, you know, situation there on the old mobile device. Same thing. You just click across it right there. Yeah. So whether you're doing spread, your money line, or you're doing the game total, the game total for tonight's game, I thought it would be in the 130s. Was it 132? It is 131. 131. Okay, yeah. So is the juice even on both right now, or is one? No. Uh, uh, bet it's over. The under is at minus 105. The, the over is 115. 115, so all the juice is that. Yeah. You're probably going to see that climb to 135 and a half, maybe 132. Usually when the juice starts climbing in that direction, that's because it's starting to add to the total. So, again, same number there. Give me the amount. What do, uh, so what do you think I'm, the final? Just right now, what do you think the final score of Tennessee games? Uh, let's say Kentucky wins. Uh, well, let's hang on. Just just for jokes purposes. Hey Siri, what was the Tennessee Kentucky basketball score? Tennessee was beaten by Kentucky on February eighth, twenty twenty. The final score was seventy-seven to sixty-four. Okay, so they totaled one forty-one in Knoxville mm-hmm. back on February the eighth. They believe tonight at Rupp Arena that it's going to fall 10 points short of what the final score was less than a month ago in Knoxville. So if I asked you what you think the final score is going to be tonight, just the random numbers out there. We just heard it was 77-64. I mean, yeah, I think, uh, you know, covering Tennessee, I know Kentucky scores 74 right. points per game. Uh, let's go Let's go 75-63. Okay, so you have the final score being 138. Yep. Okay, so if you took the over – you'd be getting it's only set at 131 how much money would you have laid on the over yeah on the over i'm your bookie you've just come to the window hello sir how may i help you so i'm laying 100 down to win 115 so no 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 no, no. you'd whatever the number is on the juice that's how much you're laying to make 100 so i'd lay 115 down i get 215 if i won 
if if if, if it hits the correct if it because the you're over. getting the one fifteen that you just mm-hmm. that you laid and yep. then the hundred dollar profit you made. And that's if it hits the over. If I went on the under, I'd lay a hundred and five down to get two oh five back if it hits the under. You got it. Yep. That's easy. Yep. There you go. And nothing sucks more than you being within three or four points of either busting and going over or missing the un- over because you have the under and they can't hit free throws. And you're like, what are you doing? So throughout the day, you need to send me, you know, scenarios of, all right, here's this game tonight. Da, 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 da. What do you have to do to do this? And just quiz me. That way I, I walk into Vegas. I'm confident. It doesn't work well because you're listening to a podcast. But as soon as we walk out of this production studio, I'm taking you back to my office where the dry erase board is. Yeah. And I'm going to write a couple of things down. And I want to see how well. And I think it, you're going to I'm, I'm a dumbass. But once, no, I, I, rep think it, once I rep it, once I rep it, once I rep it, I'm fine. It's, it's just with anything. As long as you imagine everything's $100 and then you based on your own budget. You yeah. know what? No, I'm going to do it by a quarter. So I'm only laying 25 here. Then you'll be so easy. See, that's going to be me. I'm going to walk into a book, and I'm just going to I'm going to place a couple of things, and then we're going to go off and can do I, stuff. So can I ask you a question? Yeah. Would you consider yourself a person who gets nervous in tight or uncomfortable situations? Oh, oh I'll be. This is this no, is no, out, no, no, no. Be real. Yo, yes. This is out of my can comfort I give you, zone. Can I give you another heads up? What? Don't be afraid to ask questions. Don't let somebody pressure you like, come on, man. You're taking too long to make your bet. Turn around and tell them to piss off. Yeah. Guess what? You have to burn your hand on the oven before you know it's hot. Mm-hmm. If you don't feel comfortable, have no problem walking up to somebody and just tell them straight up. Be like, I really hate to bother you. Nine times out of ten, you're going to meet somebody who's going to be like, dude, let me help you. And they're going to be so generous and they're going to help you and be like, did I fill this out right? Or, hey, am I saying this right? And they'll be like, no, no, no. So Decayne versus Dayton, da, 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 what are the game is? Mississippi State, South Carolina. No, no, you see that right. Right. you got a 115. Right. So I just laid 345 to make 300. But, yeah, Dayton. I'll go up to the book tonight and, and say, uh, I want to take Kentucky I want to take in the in the spread eight and a half. Yeah, I want to take Kentucky the points. So you would walk up. No, no, you would say you would say I want Kentucky because you, you say the points, it makes it believe that you want the underdog and you want the points. But the if underdog. I went up and said I think te- if I think Tennessee's going, you're, to you're going to walk. You're game. literally going to walk into a book. You're going to look at mm-hmm. all the do- giant screens they have. They have every game, future bets of horse racing, games coming up in an hour, games that are uh, future World Series odds, <laughs> and you're going to walk up to it and you're going to say. Okay, where's the Kentucky score? They're going to have a number beside it, a ticket yeah. number, and you're going to walk up to your bookie. Hi, welcome to the Bellagio. How may I help you? Hi, yes, I need to place a bet on bet number 1318. And then be like, okay, and be like, I'd like to take the favorite, Kentucky. You'll hear her type it up. She goes, okay, I have you here for, is that the only bet you want? Yeah, just take the spread. Okay, yes, I have you here, ticket number 1318. Kentucky tip off tonight at 8 o'clock, or whatever time it'd be, whatever, 6 mm-hmm. o'clock local time. You're in Vegas, uh, 7 o'clock, it's what it is. Okay, you're taking Kentucky minus eight and a half, and how much would you like to lay? Uh, here's 115. Okay, your return will be 100. dollars That all, print your ticket, and if you're at a casino or a book that is generous, they'll give you a drink ticket, and you get to sit your rear end down and watch a free game. Well, not if really I wanted free. to take, if I wanted to take Tennessee, so if I think Tennessee is going to lose the game, but it's going to be, uh, you know, closer than eight and a half points, I would say I want Tennessee in the points. Yeah, anytime. So the two phrases that get say the, the, yeah, the yeah. lazy terms are, throw it and take them. If I tell you to throw the points, that means Kentucky and eight and a half points, throw the points. You're throwing the points. You don't need them. Kentucky doesn't need an eight-point advantage. If you're taking the points, that means, yeah, I think it's going to be close. Either Tennessee outright wins or they're not going to lose by more than nine. Take them or throw them. So that's throw the points if Kentucky wins. You know, they don't need yeah. the points. Take the points as Tennessee loses, but it's uh, beneath the spread. They cover. Correct. Cover. Yeah. As I'm making notes here. 
just lazy terms. Well, that's all I need. Got to keep it basic. Very often, people will just be like, "Ivan's, I've got two minutes. What all do you right. think?" And I'm like, "Throw those points. It's they don't have. There's not enough points." There. Question: So if I go into Casino A, I I uh, place a couple of bets on games for that night. I come back the next day to collect hopefully my earnings. Do I have to go to that casino? I would assume. Yes. And collect, turn in my ticket, get all that. Yes. Yes. Cool. Yeah. Mm, okay. Think I'm Make ready. sure you protect your barcodes. Anybody can screenshot it now these days, and they can mm-hmm. cue read it, and they can take claim your winnings. That's why whenever you see people post their tickets well, the first time they bet, notice they either they'll scrabble out the scribble out the bottom part because yep. anybody can cue read it, or their system can go in there beep and they can take your money. So all right, so let's get away from sports gambling here for a little bit, which. I- I, I feel pretty confident, Tyler. I'm going to come back like, fudge, I've lost all my money. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Remember, I'm going to set aside Only some... gamble what exactly. you know you can lose. I'm going to, uh, my birthday's coming if up If you next are week. listening to this and gambling to make your child support payments or because you're bound and you're back in your uh, college payments, tuition payments, don't do that. I know too many friends who have fallen down a deep hole, a rabbit hole, and they've never been able to recover. And people think I'm just some dumb degenerate. Guess what? Cut back on a couple cigars a week. Guess what? All of a sudden, you've saved your 100 bucks, And it's the crazy part. People think I'm out there betting, like, this outlandish amount of money. Like, I'm 11-2-2 in my last 15. And I think I've only, I'll be honest, I don't care if somebody calls me up. Lee Evans is on the, I don't care. 11-2-2, and and I think I've made $209. Some of those bets have been $10 bets. Some of those bets have been $40 bets. No. Well, like, what's... Oh, like you, you made 10 bucks. No, like last night on that Duke game, I'll be real. I knew I had $100 to spend, and I bet it twice. I bet 50 on the over and 50 on Duke to cover. So my return on it was 45 each. So I got 100, my original 100 back, and then I made 90. So my total profit for the day was 190. Mm-hmm. Because you have to, in the terms of Vegas, once you bet it, you've lost it. Yeah. So whenever you tell somebody, hey, I just made $190 tonight, they're like, no, you didn't. You made 90 because you got your 100 back. Now, once you bet it, you've lost it. I made 190 tonight. All right, so casino games outside of sports betting, casino games. What uh, my favorite game is the one that has the worst odds, which I know it sounds like an oxymoron. Like, why would you lose your money? I love roulette. Um, it's real simple. It's to the point. Yeah, you put your number. You can do sides. You can do brackets. You can do odds. You can do 50% props. You can... It's just so easy. You can literally bet on anything. If you got lucky numbers out there, it's kind of like just filling out a lottery ticket. Uh, blackjack, man, nothing is more frustrating than playing with somebody who shouldn't hit when they do hit, and you're afraid that they took your king from you, and it just is frustrating. I like playing games where I can be left alone. I don't like table talk. I don't like to. So it's ones where I can just sit here and mind my own business and just let me gamble and let me be in my own oasis. Uh, if I were you, avoid slot machines. They're just To me, they just suck money out of people's pockets. You hear the noise, you see the lights. It's just to kind of keep you motivated. And you hear somebody win and you think, oh, well, I'm going to put a penny in here and win two grand next. No, you're not. Then you're 700 in the hole. Um, How much cash should I have on me? On you? Uh, at an amount that you're not willing to tell anybody. I mean, it's credit's still king. So is plastic, I should say. Debit card is still king. Maybe your bachelor or your groom wants to go to... Uh, Old old Las Vegas, and you can play some cheap games down there, like $2, $4, $5 hands of blackjack, things like that. Always, when you go to a table, make sure you look for the little placard on the table. But, I mean, plastic's welcome. I don't have to carry around cash, right? I mean, you can go to the bank up to the – you can go up to the window, and they can, they'll can they run they'll run your card for you, sure. Hmm. But you got to be careful, especially if you have a local bank in Tennessee and you don't tell them. Oh, no, yeah. All yeah. of a sudden, they're just like, oh, your card's declined. Everyone's like, 
what? You're cheap? And they're like, no, no, no. Fill in the blank bank thinks that it must be fraud. Yeah. Nothing sucks more than being 12 hours behind your buddies because you just came back from a trip international down in Cancun. You go into San Diego, and your buddies are like, let's take an overnight trip to Vegas. And you're like, sure. And your American Express is like, your card yesterday was in Cancun. Now it's in Vegas. Flag it for fraud. And you're like, no, when I, when I travel no. when I travel in the summers, I go through that. I always have to let them know I'm going to be in Denver, then Seattle, then Minneapolis. Nothing sucks more than yeah. them having your car back being like, sir, it's decline, and they think you have no money when really your banks are just trying to overprotect you. Yeah. All right. Look for the placard on the table. Nothing sucks more than going down, and you're like, all right, I'm ready to get in this game, and you lay $20 down, and it's like, sir, this is a $100, $100 minimum. Yeah, okay. You don't know you're wheeling with the big guys, and you mm-hmm. don't know if you're playing with the small guys. So look for the little gold placard that tells you what the minimum maximums are. All right. I'm going to lose a lot of money, but, hey, it's going to be fun. Uh, I'm excited about going to Vegas, man. I it's mean, all about memories, dude. I love, Make sure the groom has a good time. I love to travel. He's, he's groomzilla, so I don't really care. Um, I love traveling. I've never been to Vegas, so this has always been one I want to go to. I'm getting pumped. Let's go to the dry race board. Let me sh- I want you to show me a couple of things. I'll make sure you know what you're doing, and then we'll go from there. Talk right. to you guys next week. We'll get Stancil back in here. Disclaimer, I am dumb on a lot of things. I'm really not that dumb. I just wanted him to explain it to me so that I have a, a real good understanding. But as he says, we'll take part in a, uh, a recap podcast next week when we get back. John Stancil will join us. Guys, as always, I appreciate it. At Tyler Ivins on Twitter, at underscore Kaner. This is the Gentleman's Hour podcast on the Esports Animal. Another Gentleman's Hour podcast is in the books with the starting lineups, Tyler Ivins and Eric Kane. Chat with the guys on Twitter, at Tyler Ivins and at underscore Kaner. It's the Gentleman's Hour podcast on The Sports Animal.